Sacre. Raise your claps thing in three, two, one. Hello. Welcome to Cookie. No. <laughs> Welcome to wait. Do I need to do it again, or can I just keep going? I'm just gonna keep going. What? Hi, everybody. No, redo it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, redo. Okay, ready? I'm gonna do the clap sync. You don't have to. One, two, three. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Confessions of a Queen. Queen. Wait. <laughs> yes, that is it. Okay, you're a queen. I am a queen. <laughs> am I? Okay. I'm Annie. I'm Stephanie. I am Ange. I'm Jess. And we are Confessions of a Queen, the podcast, um, coming here to give you some hot deets, some raw, real, and a little bit risky stories about our lives as women in business and in life. All walks of life. Um, this walk of life we're going to be talking about is going to be breakups. Bam, 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 bam. Watch yes. out. Get excited. Um, I have been Juicy. chosen to MC this because I have not been broken up with. Shocking. Um, I have broken up with people and it's been sad. But, you know, I just decided I don't have a ton to contribute on the whole, like, break, broken up with side. So I'll just direct as we go. So does anyone want to kick us off on a particularly juicy breakup story or anything? Angela has a lot of content, so we're going to pace her. We got to pace it. She has a lot. Listen, last Sunday, Angela and I hung out and I was like, wow. So she's prepared for this. Oh, wow. Uh, So do you you want to kick us off or do you want somebody else to do it? Because now you feel like you're on the spot. So, uh, <laughs> ah, my dating history is colorful. Like these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> it like brings tears to my eyes even thinking about talking about it. Aww. So, well, you don't have to. <sighs> no, it's fine. It is raw. I support and risky. you. It's you okay. want to hold my hand? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. It's okay. I tried <laughs> last podcast. So it's yeah, your we'll turn. Take turns. <laughs> I don't have waterproof mascara on. Oh, no. It'll okay. be cuter. If that's in right now, like tears and shit, right? Yeah. TikTok? That is. Like, is TikTok? it? I don't know. <laughs> my feet are being licked. <laughs> we have yeah. a dog here. Sorry. Yeah. We always so, have a dog here. Yeah. She's a flappy butt. Anyway, so my dating history. Hmm. Um, well, in high school, I had. No dating history. I Same. was raised very Christian, very religious. And I was just not found attractive. Mm, no one was jiggling <laughs> that doorknob. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, because in high school, I mean, like, I was an athlete, but I was just a plank two by four, you know, very awkward. I went Same. on a date with one guy my ju- junior year. Uh and I was just like, man, this isn't for me. I don't even want to hold his hand. Like, I have no need for him. I mean, so much so that, like, growing up with my parents, I remember my mom telling me at one point that I needed to go on double dates my whole life until I got married. <laughs> oh. I mean, you can if you want to. We yeah. can still do it. It's fine. You can do it. Live your dream. Live <laughs> <laughs> your dream. So, um, yeah, I mean... I, I didn't even like understand dating. Looking back, I just it just didn't even process. And even friend relationships were difficult for me. I had my mm. two best friends, Kirsten and Mickey, who were like my ride or dies. And then I had other friends like on you know on my outer circles. But past that, you know, horses, <laughs> track hurdles. Um, 
And very similar. You and the horse doing similar activities, yeah. jumping over things. That's yeah. <laughs> so very Nobody true. Nobody knew that I really rode horses. I mean, some people like knew I, I was I don't know how you it. could have keeping that hidden. Everybody my entire life, my whole life knew it. Everybody was Same. like, I was that, like the a horse girl. Crazy horse girl. Yeah, and nobody Same. liked me. Yeah. Reasons Same. why I didn't date. Because nobody likes horse girls, apparently. Which, break the stigma. <laughs> <laughs> We're hot, okay? We are. <laughs> We're also very dedicated. Like, what other women are going right. to get up at 5 a.m. to go shovel some shit, yeah. brush their mm-hmm. horses, come back? I mean, I used the mow to be able to afford my Same. horse. Yeah. I would like, all, stalls, stalls, all summer Not long. to mention, yeah. very good at riding. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. What? I practice a lot. <laughs> it's a little risky. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit. <laughs> That's from Shit's Creek, though. So. I'm blushing. Love um, that show. Anyway. So, yeah, and then I worked um, at a summer camp, met my first boyfriend, and we started dating within two weeks. And I remember I was hiding it from my mom, and he was up on stage doing, like, a little thing, emceeing for the, sh- the showcase. And uh, my good friend at the time was telling her sister that we were dating, and I hadn't told my mom yet. And my mom is sitting next to her, and I see my mom look at them <laughs> and just kind of smirk and then look away. And I was like, oh! Cats out of the bag. No. <laughs> you know, 18-year-old Angela's like, my mom knows I'm dating someone. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I going to do? The world is over. I'm no longer pure. <laughs> I, I have lust for a man. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? Lust after a man. <laughs> so, um. That was my first my first experience in the dating world, and it was we were not compatible, mm. not at all. I mean, I remember we used to have this thing where I would say like, "Tell me something," because that was how dry our conversations were. Where I was just I constantly did the like, same talk, That's talk rough. to me, and I didn't understand that that isn't is right. Not a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a red flag. <laughs> like you should be able to be like, "Hey." We're super compatible. Here's chemistry. Like, let's hang out. Let's do this together. Like, my current boyfriend, Corey, right now, oh, he's fantastic. Shout out to Corey. God bless. Yeah, whenever Andy and Corey get together, it's just science leaves space bonded over how neither of us like elon musk sorry everybody also (laughs) no offense to elon musk it's just a personal thing um i'm sure you're great also you're so rich like it doesn't matter so yeah (laughs) haters gonna hate (laughs) haters hate us we hate on other people too sometimes you know you just snort i love you so much I got nervous. This conversation is a lot for me. She's really nervous about Elon Musk hearing this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Trigger. That's what this is about. Triggers, guys. Anyway, I need to calm she down. She dated Elon Musk. Okay, breakups. Elon so, Musk. Yeah. With breakups. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, um, so we weren't compatible. We had distance. We dated for about two and a half years. Mm. Um, That's a, a long, long time, time with somebody that you boyfriend. don't have. Yeah. You know, that chemistry with. And I remember thinking, too, like, I was at times, like, I really wasn't nice. And I remember thinking back to, like, I just had this mentality where I was like, children, well, I'm going to marry this man because he's my first boyfriend. Like, that's just what I thought. That's so scary. Yeah. yeah, And I I did not see past that. I didn't understand breakups. I didn't understand anything. And that's what made the 
breakup itself so hard was because I never even registered the thought of like first boyfriend have to marry, <laughs> you know? And so, cause that's what I came from. My mom yeah. and dad, mm-hmm. I mean, my grandma had my dad see a few people, but like when they met each other, they went on double dates and they were just like, all right, let's get married. You know? And then well, they got married. I'm so glad we're not in that Agreed. type of time frame anymore because yeah. I could but not that's do like, that. That's also very regional because yeah. my parents are <laughs> similar age to yours. And they, I mean, they met at like a, okay, they did meet at a church camp, but it's like a liberal church. It was like a hippie <laughs> thing. Um, church camps. Anyways, All they of- met there. They went on like a couple of dates. And then I'm pretty sure my parents were long distance for like two years before they got married. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's very also like I like to remind people this, especially in the Midwest, very regional. Like there's places in this country that don't do things the same way. And that's yeah. okay. That's just like something to be aware of. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you're like... I'll talk about it. Dating people from a different place, like me having grown up in California the way I grew up, and I dated somebody who was from a small town in the southern Illinois. We just had very different views of life, how we wanted our lives to look. And that's ultimately what like made me decide I wanted to break up with that person because he was very happy with the idea of just having a job, providing for the family, having a big house, having a golden retriever. And that was (laughs) which is totally fine. But I like want big things. I want to go travel and I want to have a really great job and I want to be like really rich because I'm a badass and shit like that. And he just was totally fine with where he was, which there's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, when you want different things in life, it's not not to say it can't not work, but it just didn't for me. Sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where we were, too. I mean, he was pursuing a life in acting and I was still in school and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I'm pursuing staying at home. a life in acting in Davenport, Iowa. No, he moved to Chicago for a bit. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Well, good and for so- him, I guess. I mean, not good for him. We hate him, but. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it, he ended up moving back. Um, and he, you know, it just, from there, like we both were so unhappy and I, oh man, I remember it was in November, my energy was changing and I couldn't ride any horses. Um, all the horses I would ride would react so negatively to me, either taking off, you know, rearing. And I remember one of my good friends who used to be the owner of Vinny. Uh, was telling my trainer, like, I'm just going to put her on Vinny because Vinny is the only horse she seems to be able to ride right now. He's the only horse that can emotionally handle her. And my trainer was like, well, I don't, I just don't understand. Like she was doing so good on Chris. And um, my friend was like, I don't think she can, like, I don't think she can emotionally ride right now. Mm -hmm. And it was true. Like the only horse I could get on was Vinny. And at that, I could just sit and we would trail ride. And that was in November. And the breakup didn't happen until March. Now, with that's that's some months, yeah, (laughs) those some months of me just (laughs) so I remember too, we were at a football game and my brother and I were driving home and he looked at me and he was because I had a a best friend at the time too, who now my um, ex boyfriend and ex best friend are engaged to be married in October, but But, uh, I was driving home with my brother in November from a football game and he looked at me and he was like, 
bet. And I was like, bet bet on what? I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, bet they're going to get married one day. And I was like, but they're, he's my boyfriend and she's my best friend. Like, that's not possible. And he's like, I bet there's some chemistry there. They're going to get married one day, Angela, prepare yourself. Mm, and I was wow. like, no. And what? he's like, I bet 20 bucks on it. And I was like, so then. So now you got to pay him 20 bucks, right? Yeah, when they got engaged, I was like, all right, here. Oh, shoot. Like, I, I haven't right. given him that $20, though. I just like verbally was like, you're right. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Don't give it to her. Yeah. I don't actually want to give you $20. Because I'm dying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he said that in November, and that's when my anxiety started changing. Like, I just, my emotions, my energy, like, everything swapped. And it was um, that March. It was March 11th that he broke up with me on that Friday night. And I called Andrew, my brother, and I said, oh my gosh, I am going through my first breakup. And he's like, all right, I'm coming to pick you up. We're going to go get Chick-fil-A and we're going to listen to Taylor Swift. And oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. That's and we're driving best. home from getting Chick-fil-A and I'm like nibbling um, a French fry. And this was like the first time I've ever experienced like so many emotions that I couldn't eat. And I just didn't eat any. Like I nibbled the French fry and he looked at me and he's like, well, at least you can relate to Taylor Swift now. And I was like, finally, <gasps> shut the F up. I do not want to hear that right now. Like, right. No. No, thank you. Uh, no, thanks. And um, that was such. And then, you know, the, that following Saturday, I had like I had some family things that were happening, like really big shifts in my family. And then my cat was uh, came. We took her to the vet that Monday, too. And she like came back and they were like, you're going to have to put her down within a week or two. We didn't. She lived multiple years after that. But that whole weekend was just like relationship break, family things, and then Kat almost dying. And I was just like, nope, (laughs) I'm officially broken on the inside. I am so officially broken. And that's the summer that like I was suicidal. I was um, anorexic. I stopped eating entirely. Um, and that's the summer that my dad actually like noticed and he mm. doesn't notice that stuff. Love you, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Hey, you know, I heard Kelsey mentioning that you can lease Vinny if you want. And I know that you're in college. So like I'll, I'll lease Vinny for you for three months. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's the only thing that kept me alive, honestly. And, um, a little backstory as to why I was that sad that long is because I refused to acknowledge that my relationship was over with my ex-boyfriend, like refused. And so I was like, well, our friendship is what's lost. We have no connection in the friend department. So let's work on our friendship. But the only thing that I have to ask of you is that you stay exclusive. And we both talked about it and he was just trying to please me, you know, And that's just the type of personality he is. So he was just pleasing me and he was just saying like, okay, you're clearly hurting. Let's work on this. Let's see what happens. And that's when, um, you know, my uh, ex best friend and him started getting really close. And that whole thing too is just tragic. And it's very deep. Just not awful. Um, Yeah. And like the turning point for me was when I was sitting and I was looking at her and I was clearly struggling and I looked her in the eye and I was like, 
why are you guys getting close? And she's like, well, Angela, you've just been so distant lately. And I was like, oh, no, I like you can see like I lost 50 pounds that summer and I was 150 at the time. So I went I remember my lowest weight was 101 pounds. I'm five nine. Yeah. Right. Hello. (laughs) And so I was like. Just bring me a donut and like give me a hug and be there. You yeah. are my what is so hard about showing up? Like just, just like come, like just, just like that's all you have to do. And um, the the next response was like, I have a hole in my heart from absence of you, and I've just been filling it with him, and like he's been Whoa. my closest friend now. And I was like, oh, I'm seeing red right now. Oh, literally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to react to that, honestly. I wouldn't either. Because I I've never had somebody that's... Mabel, can you give us a moment? Yeah, so I, it was shocking for me to just have her say that. And the final straw was I was like, you need to be here as my friend. And I was telling him multiple times, if you want me to still have my best friend at the end of this breakup, you need to stop doing this with like stop talking to her like this like she's my best friend and i know that she's your friend but like i'm you're taking like you're gonna take her away from me at this point and like i i realized that it's both of them and i couldn't understand that i just like saw that like i was losing my best friend and i was losing my boyfriend yeah <laughs> what and yeah. the final straw was like they had been texting constantly and i I was like, um, you guys need to stop. And so I took him to Adventureland for his birthday. And I was like, she she didn't text him all day. And then I, I pull in. I'm dropping him off at like 10 o'clock at night. We get home and his phone lights up and it's her. And she was texting him like, hey, how was your day with a winky face? And I was just like, what? So I called her and I was like, what is this? And she was just like, oh, well, I knew you were with him. So I was giving your privacy during the day. And I just texted him when I figured you weren't with him anymore. And I was like, <sighs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> nope. And at that point, you know, I just, I, I was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And so then him and I had a few more conversations and by August. So March until August is how long this was drawn out. And then we just both parted ways and we called it good. And then they started dating and now they're engaged to be married. So that's my first relationship ever. <laughs> oh. Or him and I was going to talk about their first relationship. <laughs> wow. Dang. Um, I lost both. Starting us off with a doozy. <laughs> well, that's why I started panicking because you guys just all looked at me for this. And I was like, <gasps> my armpits are sweating. <laughs> me too. I'm all shaky. I mean, we all go through really hard stuff. You know, unfortunately, some people go through harder stuff than others. Some people can experience things that are, you know, may not seem like a lot to other people, but it's a lot to them. I mean, you know, and you don't have to justify any of that. Like, literally just losing somebody, Mm -hmm. just that is enough to... Like hurt. absolutely, and to absolutely. not yeah. be fun, and we don't know how to deal with that. Nobody mm-hmm. teaches you how to lose somebody because you oh, no. have to learn when you lose somebody. And if it's yeah. a breakup, then it's even more difficult because it's not like, not to be morbid, it's not like they're dead and they're gone and there's no way that they're coming back. It's just they decided, or you decided, we can't 
have each other in our lives anymore. Which that yeah. is almost worse yeah, than them dying. You know they're still because living you know on. they're yeah, yeah. moving on. They're and- actively choosing mm-hmm. to not mm-hmm. be with you. You're actively yeah. choosing to not be with them. And there's yeah. that level of rejection. Mm-hmm. And I personally talk to my therapist about this all the time, mm-hmm. have a huge issue with rejection. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. I, me too. I like, you know, he normal people rejection level, it's like one through five. Angela level of rejection reaction, like how I react to rejection, it's like a 10, 12, 12. sometimes 15. (laughs) 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 So like, and I've only ever been broken up with because I, when I date, I cannot comprehend the idea of having somebody, choosing to have somebody out of my life. And with that, like that with my friends as well. And I always fear that. Like, mm. I always fear when I finally have something going well, whether it's my friendship or, oh, my gosh, I was just talking to my best friend the other night. And I was just like, are you replacing me with a new best friend? Because <laughs> no. you're not allowed to. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Angela. <laughs> no, I'm not doing no, that. We've been friend, best friends for 12 years. Like, <laughs> so, like, it's just like, I don't think maybe I'll be strong enough to break up with somebody someday if I want to. But if they're... I don't know. And I feel like that might have something to do with like your childhood or I was like just thinking like the because, same yeah. exact thing. Because I, I mean, I've been very fortunate to have like, <clears throat> you know, my childhood, everybody has their trials and their tribulations, but nothing has led me to be, to fear that. I love my best friends and I would hate a life without them. And I do worry about losing people. But if I'm in a relationship, I am a selfish woman and I'm like what is this like obviously I want to like make their life happier and make their life comfortable but also you know am I comfortable in this and like is this where I want to be or what I want to be doing and that I don't know maybe that's just the way our childhoods went or like who we are as people and there's something wrong with having different you know reactions to things there's nothing better about you and the way you react to relationships or breakups and me i mean you feel pain i have caused pain (laughs) and it's sad and that's also hard like right breaking up with somebody who loves you endlessly and who is like will always be there for you and you're saying to them i don't want that that's also hard that's horrible yeah Mm -hmm. knowing that i caused someone so much pain yeah i and the person that I broke up with is still in my life. He's my best friend's husband's best friend. So I still see him. He's got a new girlfriend. They're great. Like they are wonderful and she's wonderful. But having to remember, and it sounds so selfish because I caused him pain. So why am I the one still like having issues with it? Mm. But it's because I can't get over that I did that to somebody that I, I did love him, you know, in sure. some capacity. It wasn't as much as he loved me, which is why it was an issue. But that's just as heartbreaking. Yeah. You're so right. Cause sometimes it can just be the wrong time, mm-hmm. you know, or you just, something's just not clicking the way it needs to. And, you know, I, one of my relationships was like that and we were together for like five years wow. and, um, and he was, had um, some abusive tendencies and mm-hmm. um, you had a lot of really, not great qualities and stuff, <laughs> but we eventually, I mean, we just like went forever and forever. And he told me he loved me so much and like would do anything for me, but was like 
almost obsessive. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't let me go out. <laughs> that is abusive. Yeah, wouldn't let me wear dresses. Wouldn't let me wear swimsuits, even to controlling. the pool. Yeah, very, very controlling. controlling. Um, yeah, like wouldn't um, let you wear swimsuits to the pool. <laughs> to the pool. Yeah, like if Excuse I wore me? <laughs> like a bikini or something to the pool, he would say, "You must want other guys to like look at you and." You must be trying to impress them, and you don't care Gross. about me. Jeez. Um, Whereas you're, you, yeah. Will is the total opposite. Yes. He's like, like yeah, wear a swimsuit. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. hot. Damn, look at my wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bill's the same way too. Right? Yeah. He. Yeah. yeah. So that's my husband now is completely the opposite, but um, and even and this guy would, you know, I had this experience where my boss at a restaurant that I worked at. Um, tried to sexually assault me and this <gasps> and my boyfriend um, then like physically abused me because it was my fault because of what I would wear to work. What kind yeah. of mind effing so, so this was like a terrible relationship, you know, right. like an awful relationship. But at the end of the day, I stayed with him for so long because I felt guilty. I felt bad oh, yeah. wow. for um, breaking up with him. And I'm like, I don't want to do that to him. I can't do that. But then he wanted to get married and I would like panic, like my throat would close. Yeah. Like I would absolutely have a panic attack thinking about marrying him. And so um, I don't recommend doing this because this was very wrong of me, but I just stopped answering his phone calls. And <laughs> the original ghosting. <laughs> yes. Don't do this. But I ghosted my boyfriend of five years. <laughs> wow. And and you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I what mean, the heck? Yeah. That is, and that's the thing is I feel like guilt is a big I am always honing into this whole like societal woman thing because I obsess over it because it's just insane to me we are like expected to be guilty for making people uncomfortable yeah we are not supposed to make people uncomfortable and I'm sure men experience this too sorry Alex I'm always like Alex does our recording and stuff and I always feel like I'm being (laughs) I hope you guys realize we're not hating hating on men no all like you know, Bill's amazing, Corey's yes. amazing, Alex is amazing. Yeah, there and, are amazing like, the men, men out there. The men in our lives are fantastic, even our dads. Oh, I yeah. love my Absolutely. dad. My dad's my favorite yeah. person in the entire world. Thank it's, God. It's but just like some men just hurt. Many men. Many, mm-hmm. many men. I'm done with this whole <laughs> many, like, many. <laughs> idea of not all men. Um, Too many men. Because yeah. all women have experienced hate, um, abuse. Misogyny. Misogyny. Yeah. Just yeah. like That's basic, such a good point. like disrespect, all of us have experienced okay, that. This mm-hmm. is a really, really raw question. Okay, but out of the four of us, who has been like sexually assaulted or molested by a male? I have. Me. So three out of four of us. <laughs> I have been like flashed, but I have not had any physical abuse. I would say that pretty much still counts. That's because yeah, okay. that's I was very young. I mean, yeah. Which yeah. happens to men yeah. too, because I have, there's oh, one man in my yes. life who was like, I've had women just like grab me. Yeah. yeah and that's and, super inappropriate too. And well, very and wrong. men, yeah. I know, yeah. I know a adult man who, when he was young, was molested by his mother's like boyfriend at the time. Jeez. So it's awful. It's not, yeah. I'm not trying to be like, oh, only women experience all of this or anything. Like, I completely believe that we have to change the culture of men's lives and the society around the way men are viewed as well. Mm-hmm. However, we are a group of women. And so we are going to talk about our experiences as women in society and in life. 
So I'm just putting that out there. <clears throat> Absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, back to your like guilt thing. Oh, I just geez. Yeah, I mean, and then after that, like, and then I was I just was like back to your guilt thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. back to that. <laughs> that minor How detail. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I at, the, at first I was not upset at all. I'm like, yeah, I just broke up with my boyfriend of five years, and Same. people would be like, oh my gosh. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> cool. You're like, I'm free, bitch. Yeah. 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 And so um, <laughs> this guy, then I had, I owned a bakery at the time, just a little studio bakery. And he showed up at this bakery and proposed. And I. Oh, wow. After um, you had ghosted him. After I had ghosted him. <laughs> and he, again, brother. <laughs> yeah. And so he Did proposed. Did you have a cake in his face? No. <laughs> I went out to dinner with him. After that, Which, I was like, oh, no. And so then I'm like, I'm so girl. sorry. Like, can we go out to dinner? Like, I felt so bad. And that was the worst part of, like, the breakup. I just, I felt so guilty and so, so, so bad. And then... Which he proposed to you after you ghosted him yeah. only because he wanted control over the situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you should, like, the yeah. you feeling guilt should have been 0. 0.0 of a factor. Like, yes, you are allowed to feel uncomfortable with making somebody else uncomfortable. You are allowed to feel uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should rule you, right. but you're allowed to feel uncomfortable with that. But the fact that you stayed with him for so long, somebody who was abusive and manipulative mm-hmm. and all this stuff because you were guilty. But I have to be honest with you. I talk about breakups that are not romantic. When I left my job in Kentucky this past year, I stayed for so long because I knew it would be inconvenient to them to have me leave because I did so Mm. much work and I Mm. did so much stuff for them. I was unable to see how abusive and manipulative that situation was for me because I was blinded by, I mean, a lot of things, but mostly and a big part of it was just the guilt of feeling like I'm going to like inconvenience them. That's so... But there's a bit of power when you finally do it. Too. Oh yeah, but I was very small. I felt very small. Mm, yeah, but it that's, happens. That's such a. Well, it's actually a big thing I've been talking about in my therapy lately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, like showing, you know, having your worth and valuing mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. and knowing that you are important. Absolutely. And um, <clears throat> that's really hard because even now to this day, sometimes I feel guilty because I'm like. You know, man, you know, we have these businesses. I have all these amazing friends and amazing women in my life and all this stuff. And like, I feel like I don't deserve it because I did these <laughs> I things. I go through that too. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I 100% go through that as well. Oh yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. The amount of guilt that I felt this week just for my company growing, mm-hmm. I like, I'm like, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. guilty that I am able to grow mm-hmm. and Which you shouldn't because you built that that's right. all you nobody else like came along and was like oh hey this like do this like it's like you didn't like, exist you did in the it. universe until yeah. you made it exist in the universe yeah. and that's not an easy thing to do <clears throat> yeah. to create something out of nothing nothing, nothing. tangible yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's it's not an easy thing to do and but it is it's hard and i think as women especially we struggle with that um, not like to generalize, cause I'm sure it's not 
equal, but um, more than men do. I feel like men, when they're really successful, they're like, yeah, like, look at what I did. Yes. This (laughs) is huge. I I was listening to a podcast that Amy Poehler was on, and Amy Poehler was talking about how she was, like, in some movie, I think it was Baby Mama, and in interviews, people kept asking her, can you believe it? Can you believe that, like, this is such a big thing and that, like, you are on billboards? And she was like, yes. I can't believe it. I've been working at this for like 15, 20 years. Like, yes, I can believe that I'm successful. I work really hard. Yeah. And I try to remind myself that and tell myself that because especially as a young woman, it feels like I haven't earned a lot of this yet. Mm -hmm. But I have. Like, just because I haven't been doing this for like 10 years doesn't mean that I don't deserve to be respected. Absolutely. Doesn't mean I don't work hard. Yes. And you know what? And that's... That's the kind of breakup that I want to talk about uh, in a positive way. Like it was a it was a really, really bad breakup for me, but it ended in such a great way. Um, and I'm so thankful for it. Um, my youngest daughter's dad, the uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my love, my my friend, my I mean, one of my best friends now, um, we had known each other for you know we've known each other for 13 years the first time i saw him i'm like oh my gosh this is it i love you i don't know who you are but i know you and this is great well it was just on and off on and off on and off for years and then finally we're like okay let's like let's just actually do this um we got together planned zalia everything you know um i uprooted my whole life moved down to tennessee um we were doing it but things did not work out just because of um moving down there i had a really tough like financial situation and i just started falling apart completely and so we both decided that i should come back to iowa And when I came back, you know, we started falling apart very, very fast. I mean, it was very rapid. Um, We were not talking like we should have been. We were not. We just our communication was awful. And we ended up breaking up. And it was so devastating. I mean, so many tears, so many days of laying in bed and being a new mom again and all that. But in those dark moments, I really started doing so much reflecting on, okay, why is this happening? You know, but then it shifted into something different. And I started looking at it from a different perspective. And I'm, and I'm like, you know, no, not why is this happening to me, but what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And I started digging into myself and digging into my past and why am I the way that I am? I realized that relationship trans- transformed me into a completely different person the because of, of him. Yeah, but the end of that relationship transformed you. Exactly. And it's not to say that that relationship wasn't valid or beautiful or that you won't someday end right. up being able to make a relationship work. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest and tell everybody this. The first time I ever heard you talk about him, you just you didn't even say his name. You said the love of my life yeah. is coming to town. Yeah. And I still feel that from you sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like you have and so much still, love for him. Yeah, and I and still respect. do. Oh, absolutely. And you know, that's it, it's it's really funny because you know, 
I, I find, you know, I felt like I finally had my chance or, mm-hmm. you know, that we finally had our chance together. We had known each other for so long, plans, Zalia, all this stuff. And then it didn't end up working out. But through that process of digging into myself and all these things, it has taught me so much. I, that was the most beautiful pain that I've ever gone through in my life. Mm-hmm. He taught me how to love myself. He taught me how to respect myself. He just, he transformed my self-love. And I didn't realize that I didn't love myself, right? You know, properly. I I really didn't. And, you know, the old saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup, Mm -hmm. you know? And now we have the most beautiful relationship. We hang out all the time. We go to dinner. We cook dinner. We um, take our daughter to go do stuff. He's been such an amazing influence in my oldest daughter's life. Um, I mean, we just hang out, kick it, just do so many things together. He's my therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. My, I mean, absolute therapist. I call him for everything. I'm like, Oh my God. And word vomit. And he's like, Okay, so do you feel better now? I'm like, (laughs) yeah. He's like, you just got to talk about it. It's fine. All right. I love that. Good talk. Good talk. I love that. I want to like just just reiterate what you said a few minutes ago. The most beautiful pain because we grow from pain. Yes. Any kind of pain, loss, a breakup, you know, like losing a job, changing your life. I mean, like everything you go through is for a reason and it's to grow and make you more of the person that you are supposed to be and that you are meant to be. I want to just take a moment to brag a little bit about myself because last <laughs> Sunday was the was my one year anniversary with Iowa. Last Sunday was oh, a year since I drove up here with all of my life belongings in my car, $200 in my bank account, and I moved in with my best friend, Anna, because I had nowhere else to go. Welcome to the land of corn. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of corn in the Midwest, guys. I was not the only place with corn, just so you know. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I feel Equality to all corn. <laughs> but, and I was reflecting a lot on the year and a lot on who I was then and who I want wanted to be when I arrived here. And I realized that who I am right now is everything that I wanted for myself, like everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a beautiful, wonderful thing to be able to say that and to be able to see how much I've grown and like be proud of myself for how much I've grown and where I am now. And I mean, I just want to say like so much of that is because of this job and because of you guys, because without this, I wouldn't have my apartment. I wouldn't be financially stable. I, you know, I wouldn't have this amazing empowering group to show me that, you know, it's okay to do something different than with your life than you thought. It's okay to grow into somebody new and to grow in a different direction. And this is the right direction. Like that, what I was doing and who I thought I was going to be, it's okay that that isn't right. And that wasn't who I was meant to be. It's okay because this is so much more beautiful than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. So breakups are good sometimes. Breakups are good. Yeah. Break up with your with who you thought you wanted to be in your life. 
Yeah, it's That's not, a big thing. Yeah, it's not Absolutely. just, oh, it's not just relationships I had such a vision. or, you know. I was like, I'm going to ride horses for the rest of my life. And when I let that go, it was horrifying. I was terrified. I was like, who am I? What do I do? There's too many things. Everybody was like, you could do anything. I was like, that's not helpful. <laughs> I don't know what to do. But that's I just so figured it true. Out. And that's why I had such a hard time when I was laid off. Because yeah. I was like, hello, you- I went to college. I'm supposed to have a corporate job. I'm supposed to be fancy. I'm supposed to wear suits every single day. And <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm sitting at my barn in the grass, like tapping my chest. You know, you're saying now I'm sitting with a black turtleneck and a freaking <laughs> denim jacket on. <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, like, like you look like Steve Jobs. That's true. You have very Steve Jobs vibes today. I should have been our guest to Steve Jobs. <laughs> I like computers. <laughs> um. So that's what I had a really hard time with was. Like breaking letting up with yourself. Go. Yeah, yeah. Breaking up with myself. And breakups come in all different fashions. Mm-hmm. Every form. Every, Every form. form. Yeah. Yeah. But they all end up, they may break us and really hurt us and put us down into a place that was dark. But when you go to a place that is dark, you are forced to climb yourself out. And that yeah, is and planting seeds. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's like you're in those dark moments, you are planting the seeds for something amazing to grow yeah you know and yeah that's that's where i was in that breakup you know and i'm <clears throat> but now i look back and i reflect on it and i'm like man that is exactly what i needed that yeah. is exactly it like that that blew everything open and i and now i'm like okay it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay yeah. to expose these yeah. things because you can't you can't heal until you expose yourself, yep. you yeah, know, and absolutely. that, I mean, it was just beautiful and yeah. it wasn't at the time, <laughs> No, <laughs> was not at the time, but every day, you know, we're getting stronger and I'm so grateful mm. to him and to our family dynamic and everything that we have going on because I could not do this without him. You yeah. know, we, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're not together right now and maybe we won't ever be, but you know, I'm just so grateful of the transformation that has happened and my own personal transformation, mm-hmm. you know? So now I'm attached to your love life. I'm like rooting on like the notebook. I'm like, get together. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you do this? Like, hey, how's, how's your baby how's daddy? <laughs> Are you together yet? <laughs> no, and also it's, it's just, okay if they're not. Like yeah, they're yeah. just doing yeah. their own thing. And they're just on their own journey. Yeah, it's really awesome. And I I don't know. I just love it. I love it and I'm and I'm happy and I and I'm just in a good place now. That's fantastic. Because of that breakup, like that is what set everything in motion. So, you know, instead of like getting down and like staying in that place, you have like when you are in that dark place, like we were just talking about, Mm -hmm. instead of staying there and like being sad and depressed, think about, okay, what can I learn from this? What How this can I grow me? from this? Like, yes. what is the purpose of this happening right now? And you're not, you you probably won't figure it out right away, but. Not when you're in eventually it. Eventually, <laughs> something will give and a light bulb will go off and you're like, oh, that's why. Yep. Because yep. I needed to do this or because I needed to feel this or grow from the, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Absolutely. And um, yeah, that, that was a, you know, one of the greatest things that's mm-hmm. happened in my life so far. 
So yeah, and I even with that. like the pandemic and stuff last year at this time, I think we were the whole world was collectively having a panic attack. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely <laughs> so was many. like, especially, <laughs> so many. you know, we owned a restaurant, we have the cookie business yeah. and, you know, some of the people that we thought were, were our right hand people weren't there mm. for us. So in, it was an absolute panic. Like I've never panicked as hard as, <laughs> as that. <laughs> and it spiraled into like a lot more like deeper types of, um, issues with like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, now look, like I'm so grateful that that happened. Yeah. For, your, on the couch. Yes. for your breakup. Yeah. 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 Business breakup. Yeah. 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 I'm like so grateful that that happened because now we have like our team, we have our tribe, you know, absolutely. and like, I keep saying absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I yes. that a lot. True. It is, it is yeah. true. It's so yeah. true. And yeah. I mean, with this group right here and the rest of our team, I'm like, oh, these oh are my, my people. These are my oh, babies. My gosh. Yes, I love everybody. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that this is like the happy ending that you see in a Disney movie. And like, we, no, this is the beginning. Yeah. Like we don't write off into the sunset. Like, no. oh no, there's going to be a, right. We don't do that. Can we make out a video? Max, yeah. Max. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Max. I spent um, like close to an hour on the phone with Max yesterday about our new cookie video. Oh, next oh month. yeah, we talked about it last yeah. night. I we believe. did. Oh, why am I always out of the yeah. loop? Well, you just weren't there. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. But I mean, things will still be hard, and you're oh, still going to yeah. have challenges. Mm-hmm. And like right now, things are hard, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that things are bad. You know, it's- exactly. I, and I look at this period of time too, like. Being able to work with you guys and so with Corey, because Corey moved to California last week and Angela's been having a really hard time with it. Um, We're all trying to support Angela. Everybody give Angela love in the comments. (laughs) Virtual hugs. Yeah. Um, So and with him moving, I realized that (laughs) I met him during the pandemic. We spent every single day together and they say that, like, if you have a relationship that lasts through the pandemic, like, you get oh, your yeah. goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so we spent every single day together, and I realized that I was having really intense anxiety because I learned to place my feelings on his fluffy butt, Kyra, and him, and, like, not rely on myself and my own strength. Mm-hmm. And I was starting this company and working with you guys so much and just seeing him all the time and being with Vinny, and, like, I never gave myself time to process the last year. Um yeah. And so right and now, now it's, all coming, it's <laughs> all coming out because I'm processing like the fact that my second relationship was even worse than my first one. And yeah. that says a lot. Um, yeah. And so I never processed that like to, to the point where when he him and I were we had an apartment together with a, another friend of mine and we were um he had broken up with me because he wasn't physically attracted to me. And I had been in denial the whole year. And that year um, at the beginning of our relationship, he actually, I was blackout drunk and he took my virtue, which I was saving for marriage. (laughs) Mm. And um, the fact that happened to me when we broke up, I looked at him and I said, like, how could you, even if it was consensual, how could you have done that to me? How can you do that to a girl that like is not fully coherent? Especially or somebody that you claim to love. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, well, you said no a couple times. Um, and I was like, then how could you peer pressure somebody into that? And his response was, a little peer pressure never hurt anybody. <laughs> so that's what I was dealing with in uh, June of this la- 2020 during the pandemic. I was processing that. And I totally blocked all of that out until like he had mentioned that. Right. And so the only people that really knew were my best friends because they were at the wedding and they were like, hey, she was not coherent when this happened. Like, we need to watch her for the next year. And I was in a relationship with him for a whole year until like I had that conversation with him. And it was after we broke up. And I just basically was like, leave. I'd never want to see you again. Yeah. Um, I told her, if you uh, ever do see him again, you should let me know. And I will also just... Rough them up a little bit. <laughs> take, care of that. take care of that. Uh, yeah, you want to see consent? I'll show you what um, not consent, consent looks like when you don't yes. want me to punch you in the face. Yes. yes. And like, just let me do it. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Come on. It'll be fun at the end. Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. And the fact that he was insane enough to be like, yeah, a little peer pressure, peer pressure never killed anybody or any, oh, never hurt anybody. Just like, admit it. What? You just admitted that you raped somebody, just so you know, sir. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this, like, like no, you raped somebody. <laughs> no, no. Just means so no. you know. And yeah. the response I've gotten from like some men in my life were like, oh, well, you were in a relationship with him, so it's fine. <laughs> no, that's not real. No, 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 that's no. not. No, it's not. And so I had that happen to me, right? And then I like, was seeing somebody else for a little bit and then I met Corey and like we just like hit it off and spent every single day together. Mabel. Mabel the dog is barking right now. Mabel is upset. Yeah, she's upset about this conversation. (laughs) Men. Um, So with that happening and like then meeting Corey and spending almost every single day together, I never actually processed that, right? So I went... And he was my rebound from my first ex. And he was my rebound ah, to that. Corey is a rebound. No, 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 no. Corey was not a rebound. <laughs> oh, never mind, Corey. You were not a rebound. The one that is the peer pressure guy was yeah. a rebound for my very first relationship ever because it took me over a year to even process that. And I didn't process that relationship until my second relationship was over. So I spent the whole summer processing both of my relationships ending. Also, can we talk about that real quick to serial dating? <laughs> yeah. Just real quick. Um, you know, when you break up with someone, you have to give yourself time to yeah. heal yes. and to learn mm-hmm. yourself again and to know who you are again. Because when you're in a relationship with someone, you become oh. one person. Yeah. Yes. yes. You know That's what I mean? So yes. You you become so intertwined that you, you know, there are certain things that you lose, like you know, certain things that you forget about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so if you go straight into another relationship after breaking up, that's and by going straight into another relationship, like I spent from August of my first relationship and I didn't meet my second boyfriend until we're going to call him. Um, well, I don't even know. I can't even think of a name. Noah. We're going to call the second boy Noah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't start dating Noah until February. Yeah. And I even considered that was too close for that breakup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was too close. Yeah. Whereas Absolutely. after Noah, I met Corey four months later and it was okay. One, mm-hmm. because Corey, A, treats me phenomenally. Right. And B, great. because like I actively said to the people around me like, I am not dating for four months because I am going to process everything. 
Absolutely. But like, even I know somebody on the other mm-hmm. extreme, I have not been in a relationship for three years. I have not even dated I anybody. I was also mm-hmm. the same way after my first daughter. I haven't even Shad. seen and anybody. I will talk about that breakup because <laughs> nope. <laughs> we're, just, we're just leaving that back Skin there. That's fine. But I don't need to I mean, open up that literally, can. like six years, mm-hmm. I would not date anyone. Mm. But I also needed that. You yeah, know? you need I mean, to take your time. It, you, yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. But I just, I don't right. know. Right, nobody. I don't, everybody's <clears throat> needs are different. Right, but just love yourself first before you get into anything else. That is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I think because that's the biggest takeaway from almost every part of life. Yeah. Love yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's you okay to, to do that. any kind of breakup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As right. long as you don't break up with yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know? The, so true. Who you are at your core. That's yeah. the most important thing to know. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you can't know that when you're in a relationship with someone. I mean, I know, you know, my best friend has been with her now husband since they were in high school. And they are a beautiful, healthy, wonderful couple. And I wish to God that I can have a relationship like that someday because it's just so wonderful. And they have grown so much together. But for me, like, it's important that I get to do my growing by myself, mm-hmm. you know? So Absolutely. it's all about what your needs are and who you find and when you find them. And everything's right. Everything is always on time for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's a decent place to wrap her up if you guys also feel the way. Does anyone have any parting words before I do our little oh shit? Oh, yeah. Let's do an oh shit moment. <laughs> oh, so oh shit. want to share podcast. some oh shit moments from their week? I can start us off if you'd like. Go for it. I leave all of my responsibilities and things that I need to do with work until Thursday because I worry about shipping Monday through Wednesday. And then Thursday, I run around like a chicken with my head cut off and everybody's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I left all my shit till today. So, (laughs) oh shit. Oh shit. Oh Um, shit. My oh shit moment is... um, very busy, very stressed out this week. Lots mm-hmm. of stuff going on. It's been a weird energy week, I think, for everybody. Yeah, literally so, everybody. It is um, March 23rd weather. and... 26. 20, oh, yeah. oh my I gosh. think you're yeah. three days off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Angela's ocean moment. Angela's ocean moment is that she was blacked out for three days just, like, working <laughs> out. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, my husband and I, we sit down to talk about work stuff and open a bottle of wine then we open another bottle of wine. <laughs> and then we open another bottle of wine. <laughs> and we had a meeting and drank two and a half bottles of wine. Love it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My oh, shit moment is, uh, uh, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> oh, Annie kept calling me being like, do you think everybody's emotionally prepared for this podcast? And I didn't say anything about myself, but in my head I was like, I'm not emotionally prepared. You know, that's what I was saying. She literally said to me, no, I can block. I can like not say things that I need to not say. I said it all. Yeah, she said it all. <laughs> Jess, what was your oh shit moment? My oh shit moment was I scheduled two things at once because I forgot to write it in my planner. Love it. Yeah, that was love. So that I had to reschedule to today, but mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, everybody, Mabel, Mabel's giving us her oh, yeah, shit she's moment for the day. Yeah. Um, she's Not saying a puppy. goodbye, but tune in 
to next week because we are going to be talking about something slightly a little bit more lighthearted. We're going to get into traveling, which yes. is something that all of us have a, quite a bit of experience in, whether it's traveling on a trip or moving somewhere new. We all have our stories and our tips mm. and tricks, and I cannot wait to get into it. So thank also, you all so much for listening. Oh, If you know of somebody who wants to be on our podcast, who is an amazing entrepreneur, we're going to yes. start having guest speakers. So yes. heads up. Yeah, give us some some suggestions, hopes, dreams, aspirations for this podcast. Mm. Yes. Female empowerment. Hell yeah. Yes. So thank you so follow, much for listening. Like, share, please share, and yes. just follow our journey. We love it. Yeah. And we love you. And we love yes. you and love yourself. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. And again, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> All right. <laughs>